All right, it's the Keeve to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees win on Monday night. They beat the Royals 8-6 to in 11 innings in Kansas City. This after they won 3 out of 4 against the Mariners at home, and they need to win all these games, and they're making it hard to win all these games because the offense is virtually non-existent. Uh, another game on Monday night against the Royals where the Yankees were held scoreless through the first six innings. They did score a run in the 7th, a run in the 8th, a run in the ninth, um, 2 in the 10th, and 3 in the 11th, but... Uh, you know, one of the runs in the 10th is a product of the automatic runner. One of the runs in the 11th, a product of the automatic runner. So they end up scoring eight runs over 11 innings, but only six runs really over 11 innings, uh, if not for the runners automatically placed at second base in extra innings. And and this game featured more good from Jamison Tyone, who went six innings, allowed four hits, one run, no earned runs, two walks, and four Ks. That one run against him came in the seventh inning when Aaron Boone let him go back out for the seventh inning, but then he gave up a single on an 0-2 pitch, and then Aaron Boone removed him from the game. And there was no reason for Tyone to go back out there for the seventh inning. If Aaron Boone felt like he was at his limit, if he felt like he had gotten enough out of him and he was only going to let his leash be any base runner, then he cannot be going back out there. Why wouldn't you want to give your relievers a clean inning to work with? Why wouldn't you? It makes all the sense in the world to let one of the elite relievers start an inning with no one on base and go from there. But that's not what Aaron Boone ever does. He has to go hitter to hitter. He has to go batter to batter. He has to try to steal fucking outs. Trying to steal fucking outs this far into the season when you don't hold a playoff berth, when your managerial decisions are one of the biggest fucking reasons this team's in this position, and you're still doing the same shit. How is that possible? How? just felt like... You know, having low set up there um, for the bottom and coming back around the top and into and knowing I got Greeny or Britt behind them. Um, you know, I was going to go hitter to hitter with them. And and when Rivera, you know, rolled the two, got the two strike hit on the breaking ball up the middle, I just felt like at that point I definitely, I absolutely wanted to go to low. So he lets Tyone put a guy on. Then he brings in Luizaga, who throws away a pickoff attempt, who balks the runner. Gerard Dyson, who pinch runs, the fastest guy in the fucking league, lets him go to second on an error, lets him go to third on a balk, and then he scores on a sack fly. So Loisaga was shaky, looked like Brooks Krisky out there in his inning of work. So the game's tied at one now after seven because of Boone. And then the eighth, the Yankees take the lead. He puts Loisaga back out there. No one is warming in the bullpen. And at this point, Boone had been kicked out of the game for arguing the balk, but he was still managing the fucking game. Anybody who thinks Carlos Mendoza was making the calls at this point is a fucking idiot. It's harder watching up in the clubhouse when when you're on a on a little delay and you're just you know uh, just obviously living and dying with every pitch. But um, you know that game's just kind of I think uh, it's who these guys are. It's not, it hasn't been easy at all all year, but they just keep on competing. They keep on coming. It hasn't been easy because you haven't made it be easy. You're the reason things haven't been easy. So he puts Loisaga back out there. No one's warming in the bullpen. Goes Loisaga for a second inning of work. When he has Chad Green available. When he has Zach Britton available. He has a whole bullpen available. Or the whole bullpen you'd want to see available. Loisaga allows a single and a walk. He walks Salvador Perez, who had 13 walks on the season coming into the game. He walks twice, gets hit by a pitch against the Yankees. They just want to put a guy on who's swinging any pitch on base for free. So Loisaga allows a leadoff single, a walk in the eighth. Then he gets pulled for Chad Green. Why not just give Chad Green a clean inning? Why would you? 
So Green allows a fly ball to Santana, which allows the Lopez, who had singled, Nick, Nicky Lopez, who'd singled to start the innings on second. He tags, goes to third, and then Benintendi singles, Andrew Benintendi singles, and Nicky Lopez scores, and the game's tied again. Then we go to the ninth. The Yankees take the lead again. Two outs. No one on. Luke Voigt hits a solo home run to right field. The biggest hit of the night. Luke Voigt had earlier in the game given the Yankees a lead with runners in scoring position. Line drive single to left. This time he hits a home run to right. Different approach for Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt's whole approach is always, I'm going to hit this ball fucking 700 feet on every swing. Whether it's the first pitch of the at-bat, he's down 0-2, he's up 3-0, it's 3-2. It doesn't matter. He swings for the fences every single swing. A swing every time. He's either trying to hit it out of the city he's in or not get a hit at all. Not trying to do too much and trusting that, you know, his, you know, getting a good swing off is plenty. He doesn't have to hit it to the moon. Um, and, and we see him easily go out the other way in a big ballpark and just put together some really good at bats. And, and that's him. You know, he's a he's first and foremost a really good hitter. And you and Boone's right, his approach did change. And when his approach changed, he had a big hit earlier in the game in the seventh inning. He hits the go-ahead home run in the ninth inning. He looked like a different hitter. So the Yankees take the lead again now, 3-2. And in the bottom of the ninth, it's Zach Britton, who gets two outs on seven pitches, a strikeout and a lineout. Then he walks with Merrifield, the leadoff hitter, on four straight pitches. Merrifield steals second on a delayed weird steal that Kyle Higashioka what kind of arm strength is that? I don't know. Wasn't even close to throwing him out. And then Nicky Lopez singles in Merrifield. Britain ends up getting out of the inning, but not until the game is tied. And you go to the tenth. Go to the tenth. Runner on second to start the inning. Tyler Wade has a nine pitch at bat. After he had tried on his first, the first two pitches of the at bat to, to bunt the guy over, he gets behind 0 and 2. Did everything he could to bunt the guy over and couldn't. So then he sees seven more pitches, a nine pitch at bat, the best at bat of his career. And he singles the center field, moving Andrew Velazquez, who was the automatic runner because he made a last out of the previous inning. To third. So you've got Wade on first, Velasquez on third, Kyle Gashioka comes up, hits a sack fly, scores the run. Brett Gardner comes up, singles in another run. So the Yankees have a two run lead going into the bottom of the 10th, 5 3. Then comes Clay Holmes for the bottom of the 10th. So runner on second, no outs. A ground out moves the runner to third with one out, then a walk. So it's first and third, then a wild pitch becomes second and third with one out. A sack fly brings the Royals within one. A single ties the game. We go to 11. And in the 11th, DJ LeMay, who hits a double right away. So Gallo, the automatic runner, scores. A line out from Voigt. A ground out from Odor. Then somehow Greg Holland walks Tyler Wade and Kyle Gashioka in back-to-back plate appearances. Brett Gardner hits a ball that should have ended the inning. Takes a weird hop off Nicky Lopez's face. Two-run score on it. The Yankees take a three-run lead into the bottom of the 11th. Then Wandy Peralta gets two, two outs right away. Eight pitches, ground out, strikeout. Then it's a single. Then it's another single. So now the go- the winning run is at the plate in Carlos Santana, and I'm just waiting for him to hit a blast. Thankfully, he doesn't. He grounds out to end the game, and the Yankees win 8-6. It's the fucking most frustrating game. The game ended at 1-10 in the morning. It started at 8-10. So much for putting the, the automatic runner on second and extras to speed up the game to get guys uh, to get the games over with quicker. Didn't really work. Four hours and 52 minutes, the official time of the game. An awful game. It was it was awful. The bullpen blew a lead in the 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, and almost again in the 11th. 
a brutal game. Oh, and before the game even started, when the lineup came out, and I see DJ LeMahieu's hitting fifth, I'm like, okay, who's hitting first? Judge, Gallo, some high on base guy? No, it's Brett Gardner. <laughs> If you want to make the case that DJ LeMahieu has lost his spot as the leadoff hitter, fine. He's had a bad season. But it can't be Brett Gardner. We're not going back four years in time here. Please stop with Brett Gardner. Please. I know he had two hits in the game. I get it. He cannot be the leadoff hitter. His on base is almost as bad as fucking Tyler Wade's. He has a lower on base than Stanton, Judge, Gallo, LeMayhew, barely above Voight, close to Wade, not far from Odor. He cannot be fucking leading off. How is this happening? How is Aaron Boone this bad at his job? I get that you want to have loyalty, especially to the veteran players, but just because Brett Gardner had a big hit the other night, a walk-off hit after he was unable to do it earlier in the game, doesn't all of a sudden make him turn back the clock and become even an average player. If you don't want LeMahieu batting first, fine. It can't be Brett Gardner. It fucking can't be. I don't care that the lineup's so decimated now that the whole left side's out and Torres and Urshela, Rizzo's out, you know, Hicks is out for the season, Voigt just came back, Sanchez is out. I don't care. It can't be Brett Gardner leading off. It can't be. The Yankees make it so hard to beat these bad teams. They barely beat the Royals after barely beating the Mariners in 3 of 4. They, they were trailing in all of them. Got shut out in the last one. Had two big laughers against the Orioles after they were dominated by arguably the worst starting pitcher in the league. Squeaked out a sweep in Miami and no business winning those games if not for the Marlins defense and if not for Anthony Rizzo's bat. This offense is fucking sucks. And they can't play games like this. The bullpen is clearly fatigued. It's clearly tired. It's clearly overused. It's not doing its job. You can't keep relying on these guys every single night to pull out 12-plus outs for you to win a game. There has to be more laughers along the way. There just has to be. So Yankees-Royals, second game of the series on Tuesday night. Then they get the afternoon game on Wednesday. Then it's off to Iowa on Friday, on Thursday night before the off day Friday. Two more games here against the Royals. Going in, they had to win two out of three, so they've won one. They just have to go one and one the last two. Obviously, taking... All three would be nice, but this is a team that rarely ever sweeps any team. Plays horrible with a chance to sweep. So I'm not expecting them to sweep. Just go one and one here. But if they play like they did on Monday night, it's going to be hard to go one and one. That's a Royals team with nothing to play for. No pitching, no offense. Just a bad team that the Yankees barely beat. But what's important is they did beat them. So now, two more games here. Win one. Go play the White Sox. Take two out of three there. If you, if you put those two series together here, the rest of the Royals series and the White Sox series, to go three and two over the next five, that's very doable. So if you sweep the Royals here, you can go lose a series against the White Sox. Well, only if you sweep. If you go one and one, you have to go take two out of three of the White Sox. Because at the same time this series is going on now the rest of the week, the Rays are playing the Red Sox. So every time the Yankees lose, they will lose ground. Every time they win, they will make up ground. They have to win. They have to keep winning this week. Only three games left for them against the Rays, the team that they're really chasing. So that'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Yankees-Royals, second game of the series on Tuesday night. I'll be back after the game to talk about it.